This call is being recorded. Good morning. Happy Favor Filled Friday, and welcome to Declare Victory. If you'd like to say good morning or hello, please do so. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Friday. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing fine. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Friday to you as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're so, so welcome. God bless you. God bless you, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. Happy Favor Filled Friday. If you'd like to say good morning, we'd love to hear your smoke voice. Good morning and welcome to Declared Victory. Happy Favor Filled Friday. If you'd like to say hello, we'd love to hear you. Good morning. Welcome to Declared Victory. Happy Favor Filled Friday. If you'd like to say hello, please do so. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Declared Victory. Happy Fulfilled Friday. If you'd like to say good morning this morning, please do so. Good morning, happy favor-filled Friday, and welcome to Declared Victory. If you'd like to say hello this morning, we'd love to hear your sound. Good morning, it's Barbara. Happy Friday. Good morning, Barbara, and happy favor-filled Friday. Good morning, Pamela. Good morning, Pamela. Happy favor-filled Friday. Good morning, it's Kenya. Good morning and happy favor Phil Friday, Kenya. Thanks for calling us. Good morning and welcome to Declared Victory. Happy favor Phil Friday. If you'd like to say hello, please do so. Good morning, it's sunshine. All the time, God is good. Happy Friday, Yvonne. Good morning. And it sounded like somebody else was also chiming in. Yes, good morning, it's sunshine. Good morning, sunshine, and happy favor-filled Friday. Thank you for calling in this morning on Friday. Happy favor-filled Friday to all that have joined us. Thank you for calling Declared Victory. My name's David. If you'd like to say hello, please do so. Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Happy Friday, David. Good morning, Pretty Patrice, and happy favor-filled Friday. Happy favor-filled Friday. I like that. 
Amen. Yeah, I love it. Something that's kind of grown over the over the week. <laughs> God damn, what your favor feels up. <laughs> Just praise the Lord. Good morning, nephews. Auntie Didi. Good morning, Auntie Didi, and happy favorite Philip Friday. Can you pray for my oxygen to return? I just finished my step class and I can't breathe. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we need to get you like an oxygen tank so when you're finished, you just have it on the ready. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning and welcome to Declared Victory. Happy Favor Filled Friday. If you'd like to say hello, please do so. Good morning and welcome to Declared Victory and Happy Favor Filled Friday. If you'd like to say hello this morning, we would love to hear your sound. Good morning and welcome to Declared Victory. Happy Favor Filled Friday. If you'd like to say hello, please do so. All right, welcome to Declared Victory. As we like to say, it's Friday, it's Friday. We got to praise God on Friday. So before we get started, I want to give anyone a chance to say hello or good morning um, before we move forward with the call. All right, all right, all right. Good morning. Happy favor-filled Friday. I want to ask you all to check your phone, check your mute ministry, and make sure it's activated. Hi, my name is David. I'll be your host this morning. Thank you for joining us here on Declared Victory. We're a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed, too. Today's Men's Day, where only men are scheduled in the lineup to bless you. Please join us daily in March, for the monthly theme is entitled Acceleration. You don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. So absolutely be blessed. All right, please tune in tonight for Friday Night Live. Um, calling in tonight this same number at 6 p.m. You'll absolutely be blessed. The story title this evening is Hush, Go Find Quiet. Again, Friday Night Live tonight at 6 p.m. Pacific time, calling the same number. You'll absolutely be blessed because the story title is Hush, Go Find Quiet, which is a pretty awesome um, topic. Um, next, the uh, announcement is Declare Victory is having a family reunion on May 30th um, of this year, 2020, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. in Vallejo, California. Registered is re- registration is required ahead of time. We look forward, uh, look for the Eventbrite link 
in the victory room on our Facebook page for more information to buy your tickets electronically. We're selling pre-tickets so you can buy the uh, so that we can buy supplies, awards, raffle prizes, and gifts needed for the special event. So please purchase as soon as you can because the event takes big, uh, a lot of time and planning. Um, if you're not local and you want to also um, support the event, please uh, consider making a donation at the Cash App, which dollar sign I declare victory. Again, that's dollar sign I declare victory on the Cash App. Um, your generosity will help ensure that everything is covered ahead of time and we play many blessings and return, uh, be returned to you for your love and support. Um, also, um, the final announcement here is if you have been blessed by the call, please feel uh, free to donate um, or sow into this ministry um, by going to the website declarevictory.org. Um, and then click on giving there, or you can give through the cash app at dollar sign I declare victory. Um, it looks like there's no prayer requests on the app, um, but we do want to continue to keep uh, Brother Andrew uplifted in prayer, and we'd like to just keep everyone in our country in prayer as we deal with the uh, pandemic going on with the COVID-19. All right, the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Marcus, and the declaration will be brought to us by Pastor Lawrence Van Hook. Again, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Marcus, and the declaration will be brought by uh, Lawrence Van Hook. Then we'll go right into the closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is Job 34:18. He lifts up a banner for the distant nations, he whistles for those at the end of the earth. Here they come, swiftly and speedily. Lord, give power to your word and add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of your holy word. All right, at this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off. Um, happy Friday. Love you. Uh, I pass the call to Brother Marcus. Praise God. Good morning. Uh, remember to put our phones on mute at this time until we are um, asked to come off mute for corporate prayer. Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for waking us up and bringing us uh, to this day. Um, someone please put your phone on mute so we can hear um, the, the prayers and the call. Father, we just come to you humbly as we know how to say thank you and to if someone could mute your line, we can hear the background noise. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for um, blessing us uh, to be able to feel and sense your spirit and your presence, God. Thank you for being with us. God. Thank you, God, that even though we haven't always been faithful, God, you have been faithful to us. Thank you, Lord. We appreciate you for all you've done. Lord, um, we thank you, God, for just always answering prayer and for always being present. And even in those times when you didn't give us what we asked for, God, you you gave us your hand. You gave us your, 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 your love. You gave us your mercy and your grace, God. And we, we, we appreciate you so much, God. Lord, we thank you that even, even in those times when we don't feel like we know where you are or we don't know 
um, if you are working God, you always tend to send someone or send something um, that can help us to stay encouraged and, and to not lose heart or lose focus. And God, we just love you. We appreciate you, God. Forgive us for anything that we may have done or said that has been against your will. We pray, God, that you would just grant us uh, that mercy. We need your mercy today. We need your grace, oh God. We need your forgiveness. Oh God, we ask for that now. We thank you, God, that even before we asked, you've already forgave us. You've already loved on us and taken care of us so much. So, Lord, we lift up um, this country right now, or the world, God. The world that we're living in is different than we've known it before. God, things it just in just a short time, in just a matter of uh, a week or two, and so many things have shifted. So many things have flipped and turned upside down and um, has been moved to the left and the right and all about God. And, 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 and it seems like every single day something new is being thrown at us, is being, um, uh, is being suggested, is being just every day something is happening. So, Lord, we just pray, God, that in the midst of all that is going on in this world and in our country, we, we pray, God, that you would help us to keep our sanity. Thank you, Lord, for helping us, God, even though we're in the middle of chaos. God, you um, still allow us and you give us the heart and the mind and the, the wherewithal to come upon a call and, and to give your name the praise and to pray pray to you and to come and seek your face. God, we really want to know which way to go. We want to know, um, we want to know what to do in this time. God, some of us are confused. Some of us have been discouraged. Some of us have uh, been in um, some turmoil. So, God, we believe and trust that you're going to guide us and lead us, God. We know that you would never um, put on us more than we could bear. And, God, we also know that uh, if you allowed us to go uh, to get to it, you'll take us through it. And so, Lord, we bless you. Uh, we bless you. We praise you. And we believe and trust you. God, we thank you for being a God who is worthy to be trusted, uh, not just worthy to be praised, but you're worthy to be trusted. Your track record has proven that you have been a God of our salvation. Your track record has proven that you've been a healer. Your track record has proven, God, you've been a provider. Your track record has proven that you have been our peace in the midst of storm. God, your track record has proven that you've been shelter. You've been, you've been a wheel in the middle of a wheel. You've been everything to us. You've been an all-seeing, all-knowing God. Lord, knowing knowing from your word and, and from our experiences with you before, God, this this issue and, 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 and our current dilemma, our current state of the world is nothing too hard for you. It's not too hard for you. And we, we help us to remember that, help us to remind our our ourselves, remind our spirits, remind our minds 
God, to not get so caught up in watching, watching CNN and CBS and ABC and all these different internet sites and, um, and sticking on social media all day long, help us, God, to, to pull away and to take time to focus on the things that matter and to not get so inundated with all of the news and, 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 and pandemic scares. Help us, God, to pull away and to seek your faith. God, some of us haven't been fasting. So, Lord, this is a good time for us to fast from food, take some time to fast from food, to fast from social media, to fast from TV, to fast from different things, and to just, and to just take in your natural world. Thank you, God, for giving us the wherewithal to check in on our neighbors, to check in on our loved ones. God, help us to continue to do that. Help us to continue to reach out to those we haven't talked to in a long time and check on them and make sure they're okay. God, help us to continue to be there um, for those who are really in need and really need food and clothes and shelter and whatever else they may need. Maybe just a word of encouragement. God, help us to continue to reach out. Um, There's somebody who's going through a tough time. Help us to be the light in their darkness. Help us to be uh, just what what people may need in this dark and troubled time. God, and, 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 and even more so, God, help us, Lord, to not um, shy away from our dreams and our goals. Help us, God, uh, to reach out and to finish the book and to finish the album and to finish the, 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 the start of the business and to set things up in place, God, that you, so that you can propel us ahead and prepare us to be help in this, in this world today. Help us to be ministers of, of not just your word, but ministers of your will and ministers of, 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 of just everything that the world may need to see and know about. We thank you, God. We thank you for all that you are preparing us for. We thank you for what you're taking us through. Help us, God, to be the light in, 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 in this dark path, in, in, in the areas uh, that need to be lit. Bless our married couples to shine even more, God. Bless our young people to shine even more, oh God, to be a, a light in this dark world, to be an example of what young people should be doing. And we thank you for it. We bless you for it. Lord, we also pray for our elders, God. Keep them safe. Cover them. Protect them, God. Lord, our leaders, God, our political leaders, our religious leaders, Lord, those who have fallen ill from the virus, God, I pray that you would bless them, cover them, uh, um, keep them, God, help them to recover. God, those that have lost loved ones, bless them, give them comfort, um, and, 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 and bless them in this dark time, in this time where uh, we are losing people. God, we just pray, God, that you would help us to keep our mind in perfect peace uh, as we keep our mind stayed on you. And so, Lord, now, as we take our phones off mute, we give you praise and worship for all the prayers that have gone up and those that will be going up. We take our phones off you and we give you praise. We take our phones off you and we pray that today is the day that we Today is the day that we Today is the day that we will stand up against the enemy. Today is the day that we will move forward. Today is the day that we will stand up against the enemy. Today 
thank you that everything our hands can touch. Whatever we do, prosper. We thank you for your word. We are believing and walking by faith, believing your word, standing on every one of your promises.
thank you so much for allowing us to be here on today. And you brothers, thank you for the hosting and the praying on Men's Day Friday. Um, this has been truly a uh, magnificent blessing. I, I um, want to say a few things, and then I want to talk about um, um, how to excel in God is how to drink from a bitter cup. Uh, you 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 to get your pen and your paper out um, because a lot of us want to excel in God, but they don't want to drink from a bitter cup. Um, it's 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 amazing to me that during the Lenten season, crises broke out. Uh, our church is in a fast, and members of our church um, during our fast, we ran into this pandemic called COVID nineteen. Um, and at first, you know, when things begin to shut down, you know, my mind begin to panic. Um, and, um, but, but let me just say this so that I can cut to the chase so that I won't try to give you the cliffhanger. God does his best work <laughs> in times like these. And if somebody, if you're on this line, maybe your word today is, because you're going to tune out a little bit later, your word today is that um, God knows how to show up in the midst of the storm. He knows how to show up in a time of pandemic. He knows how to show up. And you need to know while we're running around trying to figure it out, God is not disturbed by the world crises because there is no panic in heaven. And, and let me just go ahead and tell on myself, if you don't mind, uh, out of all the times in the world that uh, we could church, uh, we could close a church loan so that we could build housing um, in the back to start on our, uh, our, our church site. Uh, we, we we borrowed all of this money to try to get to, get ourselves together so that we can build housing. Um, and as soon as the loan closed, um, pandemic hit. And uh, my human mind said, oh, God, why would you let, they done shut the church doors and I done closed the loan for all of this money. And then you done let the pandemic hit. And uh, now I can't have church. That was my that was my carnal mind. <laughs> but in my spiritual mind, uh, because you got to put your carnal mind under subjection, because your carnal mind is trying to protect you outside of God's will. And then my spiritual mind came in and had had a same conversation with me. And this is what my spiritual mind said. Hey man, this is when God does his best work. 
when you have to surrender. And it dawned on me that it did not matter what was going on in the world as long as I was with the master. And if the master allowed me to receive the resources to build housing, he's going to sustain us through this hour of pandemic with our church doors closed. And I have to now go to the platforms of social media and telephones. I just want to say to declare victory, thank you all for allowing us to practice what God already knew was getting ready to happen. And uh, I, I'm not where I'm going to be. I'm getting better at this thing. But uh, uh, because of Declare Victory, uh, uh, Dr. Dion and, and Dr. Tand and, and others, um, you all have allowed me to practice on a venue where I was not in front of the people live. I was uh, on the phone call live. And now uh, all of my colleagues and friends for the most part, have to do the same thing. And so I think that that was poetic, and I think that was um, a act of God to allow me to get ready for this time and this hour. And so I'm, I'm excited. And let me just say this, uh, please, you all, those of you who have ministries, find a way um, to continue to support your ministry um, during this hour. If, if, if I can tell you, if no other pastor this month have told you since we've been uh, locked out of our churches by the order of the uh, governor to stay away and find other ways to talk to the people, let me just say to you, the pastor, if he, all that stuff that we've been preaching and teaching, this is the first time in my ministerial life that I've been challenged to trust God like I tell the people to do. I've been telling the people, oh, you got to trust God. You got to trust God. Um, and God knew that I needed a heavier dose of, of, of testing because just a little pandemic and church doors open, uh, I would have been able to uh, move. But God said, no, I'm going to give you a loan on top of us closing your doors because you 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 know you 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 need some extra on you um so i wanted to say thank you for that listen we're in the countdown to super bowl sunday resurrection is still gonna happen even if we are not in the place where we can celebrate as a collective and i need for you to know it's the biggest day in the christian walk Super Bowl Sunday, the day that he got up and declared all power of heaven and earth in his hands. And I need for us to move toward having the victory with the power in Jesus. Um, if you can't celebrate the resurrection, then you can't walk in his power. When he got up from the grave, he declared all power over heaven and earth. He declared all power over death the grave, he got the victory. And so I just needed to say that before I got into uh, my declaration on today. So move toward the resurrection 
knowing that that's the power source that we draw from. Um, everything that God uh, has allowed man to fear, he conquered it, and we have to walk by faith and not live in fear. And so for those of you who are um, in job flux, those of you, because my, 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 my college at the college, I'm forced to go online to teach school from here on out. At my church, we, 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 we can't assemble at the church. And all them places that I think I'm important, uh, they've all been shut down. And I've had to trust God more now than ever. But let me just use my little rhythm that I've been using. Here it is. This is my rhythm. Uh, Y'all don't know it, but let me give it to you. If he's done it before, he can do it again. And every now and then I have to remind myself when, when, when my mind takes a drift uh, into carnality, I have to remind myself if he's done it before, he'll do it again. If he did it for David and the lion's den, he can do it again. If he did it for those three Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace, he can do God can do what he's done before. There is no situation that's too hard for God. God does his best work in the midst of the storm. Now, let me get to my declaration. You might be on the phone today and I need to just ask you a question. Have you ever wanted to move and you were waiting on God's answer and it appeared that there was no answer and you just kept waiting, you just kept waiting, you just kept waiting. Uh, and, 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 and a whole bunch of people, it tickles me. Oh, I'm waiting on God to move. <laughs> And then they don't hear nothing. <laughs> uh, it's just so amazing to me when I hear people say that. Uh, I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting on God. All right, I'm going to tell on myself. That's what I've been saying. I'm waiting on God. And God has all um, 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 ready uh, given us the word. So let me just tell you what I'm saying. If you're one of those people who've been like me in the past, and you saying, I've been waiting on God, and you haven't gotten an answer, it might just be he's already given you the answer. You just didn't like what he said. Um, let me say that again. If you're waiting on God, it just might be God waiting on you. And if you keep listening for an answer and not receiving one, don't look now, but check in your archives to find out, have he already answered your prayers or your questions or your inquiries or your concerns, if you please, but you didn't like what he said. And so you keep asking him like I did to my mother when I was a kid. I just kept saying, mama, can I go? Can I go? Can I go? No, boy, mama, can I go? Can I go? Can I go? No. Oh, can I go? Uh, <laughs> uh, um, sometimes God gives you the answer. And if you listen to his answer, then you need to go with his answer as opposed to trying to get God to change his mind. Because God already knows what you're about to face. Um, 
Let me give you a scriptural reference that's one of my favorite as we move toward Resurrection Sunday. Uh, I want to give you a, a way to excel, um, a way to excel is to go ahead and drink from the bitter cup. Um, everybody has a bitter cup that you have to drink from, and you don't, you, you may not, maybe you're not like me. I, I didn't want to drink from mine, never do. But the only way you can fully depend on God Everybody has a cup that's bitter that they have to drink from. And you have to ask your question, what is your bitter cup that you have to drink from? Uh, I want to ask that you would allow me to read a scripture that will uh, help me to argue my point today. Uh, found in the Gospel of Luke, uh, chapter 22. Uh, I want to start reading at verse number 39. You can also find it in Matthew 26. Same story, Jesus um, at the Mount of Olives. I'm going to read from the NSV version so that you can uh, get a glimpse of my argument today. And then during Love, Life, and Victory, you can tell me that you either disagree or you agree. And um, somebody might have their own bit of cup that you've got to drink from. And you've been trying to make like uh, that cup is not yours. This is your cup. You got to drink it. Nothing's going to happen until you drink from that cup. And so when you drink from that cup, you're going to say, oh, my God, had I known that uh, just drinking from the bitter cup was going to get me to what I asked God for, I would have went ahead and done it before now. But you're in good company. Let me read from uh, Luke 22, verse number 39. From the NSV version, this is the reading of God's word. And he came and he came out and went as it was custom to the Mount of Olives. And the disciples followed him. When he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you do not enter into temptation. Lord have mercy. Put pen right there. And he withdrew from them about a throne, a, a stone's throw away and kneeled down and prayed. This is what he said. Father, if you are willing, remove this bitter cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will but your will be done. And he appeared to him, and there, appears, and there appeared to him an angel from heaven strengthening him. I, I want to stop there and uh, just kind of give you the scenario so that you can have a glimpse of what happened. Uh, Jesus had come to the end of his three-year journey as a minister uh, of the gospel on earth. Um, he left heaven, come down. We call it Jesus incarnate. Jesus who was spirit became flesh so that he could redeem man uh, back unto himself. 
and the, 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 the word that God told Adam, the day that you eat of this tree, you shall surely die. And so because of Adam's disobedience, God had to allow his word to come true. And so he sent his self, his, he sent Jesus incarnate, simply means in flesh, to die and take Adam's place and your place and my place so that we could actually experience what God was going to do for us. So here it, are, here, here it is this morning that now Jesus, born of a virgin Mary, healed the sick, raised the dead, gave sight to blinding eyes, but really that was not what he came to do. This hour, this Lenten season that leads up to the resurrection is literally what Jesus came to do. And, and what's so amazing about it, you all, is, is that we get to see people do some great things, but that's not, that may not be what they came to do. And so we want to give them credit. And, 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 and it's pretty big to heal the sick. It's pretty big to, to, to raise the, the, the dead. It's pretty big to tell the water and the waves, peace be still. It's pretty big, y'all, to, to, to walk on water. Uh, that, that's some huge stuff. But 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 when you have a bigger assignment, Jesus had a bigger assignment. And just like Jesus had a bigger assignment than the stuff that we thought was miracles, which it was, I want to say that somebody who's listening to me today, you might have a bigger assignment. And and listen, in your spirit, you know that your assignment is bigger than the little uh, glory point that you get along the way. And so Jesus got to the place where he was at the end of his earthly ministry and he was excited about what he had already done, but he knew that he really came for one purpose and that was to die for the sins of mankind. He needed to take the sting out of death. Lord have mercy. I'm gonna say that real clearly because you need to know that Jesus came from heaven according to the will of God to take this thing out of death, to take away the biggest fear that we would have, and that's death. All this other stuff is minor compared to the sting of death. Jesus took it on the cross of Calvary, but in order for him to get there, he had to drink from the bitter cup. Ah, uh, wow. Now, here it is. He's at the end of his ministry. The Bible says in the 22nd chapter of Luke that Jesus' custom was to go to his prayer closet. His prayer closet was called the Mount of Olives. He would go there. It was his custom to go and pray because that's where he got his strength from. This time, he took the three bars, Peter, James, and John. And while he was getting to the Mount of Olives, he said, listen, my hour has come. I need y'all to stay here and pray. And this is what I want you all to do. Don't fall 
in the temptation at this hour. And he literally goes a short distance away and he began to pray and ask God, God, I know I came to die for the sins of the world, but the agony of what I got to go through, I'm not willing to go. And if we can renegotiate what I came to do, would you please remove this bitter cup? Right here, God says nothing. He waits for God to say something, but God said nothing. So Jesus, now I'm isogeting here because it does not say it in the text. But the Bible says, and if you read both Matthew and Luke, you'll get the scenario of what happened. One of the texts says that Jesus went back to check on the disciples who were supposed to be praying, aka that's our partners in ministry who did not have the assignment that we had, but they was along for the ride. He went back to Peter, James, and John, and instead of them praying, they had fallen asleep because they were tired in their physical frame. Um, and he gets angry at them and says, listen, fellas, <coughs> game time. Don't, you, you who just coughed, can you put your phone on mute if not on mute? Uh, check your phones if you don't mind. Please, please ma'am, please, sir. Can you put your phone on mute? Uh, put your phone on mute. Check your phone for me. Now Jesus goes back and prays again. And the Bible says that he prayed so hard that his tears turned to blood because he did not want to go through the agony of persecution during the time. He did not want to go through the suffering. He did not want to go through the being bit with a cat of, a cat of nine tails. He did not want to have to drag that cross, help Galgutho heal. He did not want to go through the pain and suffering that it was going to take for him to get the victory with his father. And so he goes back and prays. Listen, y'all. And he prays to the father again. And the father says nothing. So then he goes back to his friends and wake them up again and say, didn't I tell y'all it was time to pray, it's game time. And you can't be sleep. You can't be weary when it's time to go to work. And he went back and prayed a third time according to the Bible. And this is what he says. Listen, somebody here, this is your shout right here. You've been stressing. You've been stressing over your situation. This is your shout right here. Y'all ready for your shout? Not my will, but your will be done. Somebody ought to say that to your situation right now. <laughs> That's what I had to say to mine. Not my will, but your will be done. The reason why God has not answered your prayer is because he already answered your prayer. When Jesus and God was in heaven, they had the game plan before he left and got down here to earth. According to the word of God, 42 generations, he was lured down with the intent in mind to die for mankind. 
And when he got here, he discovered that the pain and suffering of the bitter cup that he had to drink, he tried to renegotiate the treaty and somebody on this call, in order for you to excel, I'm talking about for if, if, in order for you to accelerate, you, you, you just got to go ahead and surrender. Not my will, but your will be done. Let me just say what I'm trying to tell you. Let me tell you what I'm trying to say. You're going to have to go through your going through to get to the victory in what God has already assigned for you. And don't look now, but hopefully you're not one of the people. But even if you are, today is the first day to the rest of your life. You get to say to God, not my will, but your will be done. Because listen, why God is going, why, why, why is God going to answer your new question when he's already answered it already? Because it's not a new question, it's an old question. You just may not have liked the answer. Or when you got the assignment, you had no idea <laughs> what you were going to have to go through to get there. I, I shout by myself. If I would have known some of the stuff that I needed to go through to get to where God wanted me to be, I never would have signed up. And I may have one witness on the phone. If I'd known I was going to have to go through some of these pandemics, if you please. I would have said, okay, God, let's find a different way. I need to tell you that you're human because even Jesus tried to renegotiate the treaty when it came to the cross of Calvary. And if Jesus tried to renegotiate with God, what you think some of us are trying to do? But when God says nothing, you just need to go back and check and find out what he's already said. And when you discover what he's already said, this need to be your response. Not my will. Hey! <laughs> but your will be done. Now, let me just tell you a couple things that I needed to pull out of the text. But I'm, I'm, I'm in my element right now, boy. God, God is moving on my behalf. Listen, notice when he took his friends with him, his homie lover's friends, his BFFs, Peter, James, there were some more disciples, but he had three. That was his inner circle. There's going to be some people that, that, that has been with you. But when it comes to your assignment, I'm talking about you and God's arrangement, they're going to get weary on you. And, and they, there's no need you to get mad at them. <laughs> you just can't take them with you. As a matter of fact, don't look now. But if you keep reading the word of God, your friends, when you go through, you're going through, don't be surprised if they abandon you. Lord have mercy. Woo! That, that's, that's, that's a shout for somebody. I don't know who it is, but you ought to shout right now. Listen, that, that's number one. Your friends, if you got an assignment from God, that's your assignment, and quit trying to make other people see what God has told you. God was speaking to you. He did not include them in. Matter of fact, they just gave you a little more support for the journey. But when it's time for you to go on stage, your friends may not be there. When it's time for you to go to court, when it's time for you to be arrested, when it's time for you to go beyond what's safe and normal, when it's time for your pandemic, 
you need to know that your friends may not be able to go. And Jesus, if I could just go ahead and say it like I feel it, because God didn't make any new people. And because Jesus, Jesus was human, I know if it was me, I'd have cussed. You suckers, good as I've been to y'all, and it's time, it's game time now. And you sleeping on me. Woo! And then he went back and checked on him a few times, and every single time, there was no help to him. <laughs> there was no help to him. And so he 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 says, man, yeah, I mean, come on, y'all. It wasn't a long time. It was just one hour. This this is it. But but you need to know your assignment is your assignment. And if you're ashamed to go through your going through, you cannot be pleasing to God. Now, let me give you another point. When you actually are getting ready to go through your assignment. One of the things that you should do, just like Jesus did, is go to your prayer closet and ask God to give you strength. Because listen, what you're going to experience during your pandemic, through, during, during the time that your, your assignment so that you can be elevated. See, because a lot of us want to accelerate and be elevated, but we don't want to go through what we got to go through. Uh, in other words, in, in order for you to get to where somebody else who you think is great and famous, in order for you to get to where you think that they are, you got to go through some of the stuff that they had to go through uh, in order to get there. Yeah, if you want to be lifted up high, you, 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 got, to, you got to see a person. Uh, uh, let me see if I can say it this way. This, this is what y'all can, this is what you can handle. Y'all ready? Here we go. You see my glory but you may not know and want to know my story. Yeah, you, you see me up here, but you don't know what in the world I'm going through almost here. You don't know what the hell I had to go through to get here. It might look good to you, but I had to go through my garden of Gethsemane and I had to drink of my own bitter cup to get through my going through. Now, let me get you to my last shout for the day. In order for you to accelerate, for you to move in God's speed, you're going to have to go through your valley and your shadow of death. That's what David said in 23rd number of Psalms. But yeah, he said, but I don't fear no evil. <laughs> right there. Right there. Because God is with me. That's, what, that's, your, that's your faith walk that you're going to have to have trust and faith. And, 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 and you ought to repent right now. Somebody ought to repent because you thought that your Garden of Gethsemane was going to destroy you. But no, that came to elevate you. That came to allow you to fully surrender and trust God for what he's able to do. And then you got to use my little rhythm that I use to, to constantly remind myself in the midst of what I'm going through my own self, not being able to go to the church and meet the people. If he's done it before, he, he, he can do it again. That, that, that's, that's my word for somebody today. You ought to call somebody today, and you ain't even got to tell them that. All you got to do is say, if he's done it before, <laughs> he can do it again. If, 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 if he's done it through this situation, he can do it through this little pandemic. And so, and so, so, so here's my last points for today. If you read the text, Luke says that when he and Matthew, matter of fact, both of them say, not my will, but your will be done. That, 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 that's, 
that that's what you've got to do. You've got to surrender how you think you feel about it so that you can be on God's agenda. God's assignment has no place for your comfort. Are you listening to me? What God's got for you, he's not, he, he, he is not concerned about how comfortable you want to be. He needs to prepare you for the assignment that you have. And in order for you to do the assignment that God has for you, don't look now, but you got to drink from the bitter cup. And, 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 and I ain't mad at you when you try to renegotiate <laughs> and say, God, uh-uh, I know you wanted me to go up the mountain, but can you let me go down that hill? And, and God says nothing, no, because you're going to have to go up the mountain. So here it is right here. Here it is right here. This is what you need to know. And if you missed everything else, I got one more shot at you. And here it is. When you say the words, not my will, but God's will be done. Let me tell you what the Bible says in both Matthew and Luke during this passage. You can read it for yourself. In one passage, the Bible says that when he surrendered his human, when he surrendered his flesh, when he surrendered his fear, the assignment to drink from his bitter cup, the Bible says, one, one, one gospel, one caricopy says, the angels came and ministered unto him. The other Bible says that God gave him strength for the journey. Lord have mercy. You just missed your shout. Listen, the quicker you can surrender with your cup, you can excel. But you need to know that's when God gives you strength or that's when he sends some angels to minister to you. When you say, not my will, but your will be done. Lord, your, your will, not my will, not my convenience, not what they're going to say about me. They're going to say I didn't have no power because I got to go through this. That's my promotion. That's my elevation because that's what we agreed upon. I just didn't want to go through. I didn't want to go through the Garden of Gethsemane. I didn't want to go to the cross. Ah. We, 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 we chose a God that has to Give us, all of us, I'm sorry, y'all. If you say you're a child of God, there's a cup that you know is bitter. If you haven't drank from it, it sits in front of you. And maybe you've been going way around the way thinking that God is going to give you a, <laughs> a, a different path than what y'all done agreed upon. And see, What's amazing about it is you agree upon stuff like this when it's cool. When, when Jesus was in heaven with God, he said, okay, you got to go and die. Jesus said, oh, that ain't no problem. <laughs> but when he became flesh and his humanity started kicking in, and, and then he started worrying about what people was going to say, he ain't had no power. If, if you be God, get down, come down from the cross. 
I really wish I could holler right there. And he had to suffer it to be so, so that God could get the glory. What are you going to suffer so God can get the glory in your life? Sometimes it's a foreclosure. Sometimes it's a loss of job. Sometimes it's a divorce. Sometimes it's a loss of a child or a spouse or a loved one. Sometimes it's it's some uncomfortableness. You're trying to renegotiate, but God had already told you. This is what you're going to have to suffer. But while it was fair weather, you said, oh, that ain't too much. But now that you're going through, you're going through. I ain't mad at you for trying to renegotiate the treaty. But if you get to the place where God ain't answering you, it might be because he's already answered you. You just didn't like the answer today. But the quicker you can say, not my will, not my will, not my will, but your will be done. When you surrender according to the word of God, the Bible says that God is either going to send you some angels to minister to you, unto you for that journey, or he will give you strength himself for the assignment that he has for you. I know he's all right. <laughs> hey, that's what that, listen, I'm hollering right now. Oh, yeah. Woo. Ah. I now need to go into love, life, and victory. And if you heard something that might help you to excel in the crises of pandemic, when we are supposed to be sheltered in place and you have some issues or some concerns that you and God had already talked about, but now here it is on you. Uh, um, I know none of us on this prayer line been fighting for no toilet paper uh, because toilet paper have nothing to do with no pandemic. Because if you sheltered in place, you can use your own towels and bucket of water, whatever you got to do. So it ain't about toilet paper. It's really about you trusting God for the journey. If you're here, if you want to respond to what you heard, you want to disagree, uh, anybody want to want to share your um, either acceptance of the assignment or you still trying to renegotiate your treaty. But until you drink of the cup and surrender your agenda, your pride, your reputation, God can't get the victory. Anybody want to share? Pastor Van Hook. Yes, ma'am. This is um, Prosperous Pan. That's my one of my favorite, favorite scriptures during difficult times um, when Jesus is in the going in the Garden of Gethsemane and you preach that thing. I know you don't usually like us to tell you we like your job, but you did, you just preached it. And um, there's so many things about that scripture because, um, you know, even me and my walk, like um, I found myself grabbing, not, not grabbing, 
but with the toilet paper, like, because that's what everybody else is doing. And when you get a little excited and nervous, you don't know. And so when I'm at the trip at the grocery store, I literally saw two uh, toilet paper things left and my flesh, my natural proclivity was just, okay, well, let me just take one too. But thank you, Jesus, for just, um, I continue to have to remind myself to go to him and go away and pray. And when you talked about how, um, you know, he asked his, um, you know, his, people, his disciples, his like homeboys, if you will, if you want to say, or homegirls to pr uh, stay up and pray and keep out watch. He knew that they were coming for him and they, he went back and they were sleeping. It just, that's how we are in this. That's how I am in this flesh. I'm thinking I need to, sometimes we just have to go. Sometimes we stay on the call. Don't isolate, don't isolate. But for me and my walk, that's when I'm not isolating. I really need to go and get quiet with God because I can get lost doing and counting on everyone else. God bless them. God bless. I know you love me, but you know, sometimes they're going to be asleep because we're all going through this thing in a different way. We're all going through it in a different, we were made of different temperaments and things like that. So more confirmation. God bless you. I just could talk about the scripture all day. It was just so amazing. So thank you so much for that wonderful word and encouragement. Just an encouragement today. God bless. Blessings be upon you. God bless you. Somebody else, somebody else, anybody, what you what you think. And Good morning, I'll... Pastor Van Hook. It's Nurse Nikisha. Good morning. <laughs> my God. Good morning. I, I must confess, I told my daughter yesterday, well, we said we didn't feel like working, but we didn't know it was going to be like this. So be careful what you pray for. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> <laughs> she said she was ready to come home, but my God. <laughs> so, yes, uh, be careful what you ask God for because you might not like the way he give it to you, but glory be to God. Um, yeah, this is just a time to um, get my mind right, get my body right. Um, get my soul right, get my spirit right. So, yeah, thank you. <laughs> my God, let me just say this to you. Thank you so much. Um, my antennas, my, my horns go up when I hear that statement. Be careful what you pray for. I think people ought to be more conscious what you pray for and don't take it literally for granted. The reason why is because how do you pray for something and then don't want it when it comes? So, so you ought to expect what you pray for. You ought to get ready what you pray for. You ought to uh, uh, pack your bags for what you pray for. You got to understand that God wants to give you what you pray for but he has to first prepare you to receive it. And so shallow people pray with the anticipation of thinking that he's just going to come and give it to you when you're not prepared to receive it. So I, I just, my horns grow because people ought to expect what they pray for. And now you said it right. You may not understand how God want to give it to you. Now, that's the problem. But if you're praying for it, you ought to get ready for it. 
and, and, and one writer says it this way, Lord, any way you bless me, I'll be satisfied. Well, that ain't really what we be trying to say. We be trying to say, God, give it to me the way I want it, and then I'm cool with you. But if you give it to me, if you give it to me any other way, other than how I want to receive it, now I got problems with you. <laughs> so, so, amen. Uh, uh, um, if you're on this call, stop telling people, be careful what you pray for. Start telling people, expect what you pray for, but you better get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready. And that's the reason why I'm in the space that I'm in, because I, all the stuff that I got, I prayed for. Now I got it. Now I got to figure out how to trust God for the victory. Amen. Trust God for the victory. And, and, and let me just tell you, in my case, I'm conscious now what I pray for, because I know that God loves me so much that he wants to give me the desires of my heart. But a lot of times I'm not prepared to receive exactly what I want. That that's my two cents about be careful what you pray for. I, I, that that just that just really how you how do you pray for it and then not expect to receive it? That I mean I that I I just don't understand that. And maybe I'm just kind of strange. And so when people say, "Well, be careful what you pray for," my mama, she 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 used to say to us, "Mama, why don't you stop saying that? How how, how do you?" Pray and ask. I'm talking about not ask me, your son, but ask God for it. Who can make it happen? <laughs> now, now, when you talk to God, you ain't got to be careful for it. All you have to do is be prepared to receive it. Now, it may not come like you want it, but it's coming. So, amen. I just wanted to say that. Uh, so, my mother stopped saying, be careful what you pray for now. She now tells people, expect what you pray for, honey, but make sure you know that's what you want. Because God's got the power to give it to you. And uh, so uh, I wanted to say that as part of your comment. Thank you so much uh, for, for sharing that because I want people to start moving toward what God has for them. And so you're more conscious about your prayers. You're more conscious about your prayers because sometimes we treat God like we treat each other. And sometimes we just be talking. But you can't, you can't just, just be talking when you're talking to God. No, 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 you need to be talking. You need to be defined in what you're asking for. You need to be defined in where you want him to take you. You need to be clear. Lord, I don't know how you're gonna do it. But if you've done it before, you can do it again. Listen, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't wanna go back and, and, and get back in this sermon again, but thank you so much for sharing. Anybody else wanna, wanna share? Um, what what did you hear today? What did you hear? What did you hear? Good morning. This is Janice, and Good I just morning. want to say I had, Good morning. I had this conversation with my daughter a couple of days ago. But you know, sometimes when you're talking to other people, you're not listening yourself. So I want to thank you this morning because I needed to hear that for myself. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. You're welcome. You're welcome. Somebody else. What you what you hear, what you heard, what you think. Good morning, Pastor Van Hook. Good morning. Glory. Glory, glory. I just want to thank you. You know, I've heard that scripture uh preached upon, but I've never heard it. Would you say exercised? <laughs> is that is that's the word. 
um, exegeted, exegeted, yeah, exegeted yeah. in in that yeah. manner. It was like wow. Um, he would go away to pray, then he go went back to check on his disciples, and he went back and he prayed some more. I've never heard it expounded upon like that, right? And that gave me a whole new um, way of looking at that scripture, and it gave me a whole new way of. Uh, thinking about how when I ask God for something and um, his answer doesn't change, right? Because he will change his mind about, <laughs> he will change his mind about certain things. But some things he's like, no, I'm going to do it. We're going to do it this way. And then I heard like a contradiction because, you know, it's kind of like not a contradiction in what you said, but it's like God will give me the, the desires of my heart if I just ask him, Right. Um, but then again, that may not always be true if my de- desires of my heart are not in alignment with his will for me, right? So, you know, I have to be very careful, right? Um, and not, when I read the word literally, I have to give it some room to take shape for God's will because I can pray a prayer, right? And I can ask God for A, B, and C, but I'm asking God for my will right? (laughs) My prayers can be trying to, um, can be trying to, my prayers can sometimes, you know, tell God what his will is, right? Um, I may be praying for somebody to get well, um, but that may not be God's will, right? So, you know, I just want to thank you for, I just want to thank you for that. I've never heard it, heard it like that. Him going, you know, up to the mountain, and praying and coming back down. And when he came back, he prayed again, had the same answer. I've never heard it like that. So I just want to thank you for that. Amen. Let me just say this to you, and and I don't want to be the mockingbird all the time, but you just hit the nail on the head from my perspective. Listen, the desires of your heart should be God's will for your life. The closer you walk with God, your prayers will be more his will for your life. The closer you walk with God, you notice your prayer will change to his will. His will for your life. He says, I know the plans I have for you. You're not, you're not praying with me. He says, I know the plans I have for you. So how do you get to the plan God has for you? Start walking closer to him and watch your prayer life change, your desires change. And it will be his will, what's in your heart. That's how he gives you the desires of your heart. Listen, listen, listen to me. If you can hear nothing else. I I'm, mean, I'm I'm, 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 let me just say this. I'm prophetic here, and I don't try to be hooky spooky, but I'm I'm in God's I'm I'm in His Word right here. Your prayers ought to be lined up with His will. Your prayers in your heart. God wants your heart to sing what He's already prospered you in. Now you've got to go through something to get there. But your prayers ought to be aligned with his will. And your prayers that come from your heart when you align with his will, he will grant the desire. He will grant your wish. So 
when we talk about God giving us the desires of our heart, we have to know that's his will for our lives and not what we want in the spur of the moment. Does that make any sense? That's the reason why people say you got to be careful what you pray for, because they're really not praying from their heart. They're praying from their wants. Yeah. That when you pray from your want, you're not praying from his will. You're not praying from your, your heart, the depths of your heart. See, because you got to check in with your heart, which has already had a connection with God's will for your life. See, because he... He's blessed you with gifts and skills in his will. And then he's got to give you the prayer to say, now, nah, God, now that you done gave me these gifts and skills or whatever it is that he's blessed you with, now show me how to use it for your glory. That becomes your prayer. That becomes the desires of your heart. Your heart has to be in line with his will. That's the reason why, watch this, watch this. Jesus says in that passage, not my will, right? That's, that's my shout. Not my will, not my heart, but your heart that's in me be done. And when you have a stony heart, you pray selfish prayers. Yeah. When, when, you, when you have a stony heart, you don't pray his will. You pray your selfishness. You pray your desire. You pray your want. So people who don't have an aligned relationship with God cannot pray his will for their lives. I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but I'm shouting in my spirit right now. Line up with him. Line up with him. Line up with him. Anyway, I'm sorry. Y'all forgive me. Hey, sir. Hey, Mr. Van Hurt. Somebody else? It's your, yes, ma'am. It's your sister, baby. I can't stand you, but that's a whole other topic. That's what but I thank you. Here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for just putting it plain. When we be praying our want and not his will, oh, my God. And then I'm so grateful for my teaching pastor, Apostle Ricky. Now, yeah, I'm shouting him out. I love that man of God um, teaching us how to pray and to believe. See, if you're praying those empty prayers and not effective prayers, then again, here comes that, be careful what you pray for. When you believe your prayers, that's when it taps in, for me at least. And thank you for even that praying when somebody is sick and we're praying for God to heal them. Maybe his, his will is to heal them, but on the other side. So we gotta be, yes. we gotta be, we gotta be thankful and grateful however he does it, know that he can. And it may not come the way we want it because I'm gonna tell you something, when I lost my first baby, it changed how I prayed, right? So I get that. I get that, Lord, I'm praying for you to, to heal. But if you don't on this side, I know you're healing on the other side. So I'm grateful and I thank you for just who you are. So, again, when we believe what we're praying, our prayers will change. So, again, you get on my nerves, but I thank you for your word. Let me just tell you, it's just so important for you to find out that his will is not our will. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So we have to tune into what he's saying and not what we're saying. This is what the Hebrew boy is saying. They, 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 had, they asked the Hebrew boys before they threw him, threw, threw them boys into the fiery furnace. They said, do you have any last words before, you, before your uh, <laughs> disintegration in that fire? 
and 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 one of the Hebrew boys, all of them, one of them, I don't know who said it, but the gospel of God's word says that this was their response to the king of that region. They said, even if he don't save us, it ain't because he don't have the power. Hey! <laughs> even if God don't come through, it ain't because he don't have the power to do so. That's what we gotta trust in. That's what I, that's what, that's what we got to line up with. And so many of us have missed our exit because we didn't trust in his power. God got the, listen, he got the power to get you through your pandemic, with your loss of your job, with, 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 with a diagnosis of a positive, whatever your story is, God's got the power. And until we continue to recognize that, we will be running around in our carnal, shallow self, claiming that we have a relationship with him. But only when you drink that bitter cup do we know that you know that you know what you're talking about. I'm, I, again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a whole bunch of talking today, and I want to hear what other people have to say. Anybody else? Anybody else? What, what, what's on your mind? What you thinking? Anybody else? You know what? Another thing about. Oh, go ahead. I've already talked. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say about another thing that I never, it just came to me when you were speaking um, about um, Jesus going back to his disciples, you know, after he asked them to stay, stand watch while I go away and pray. Um, and then he did, he came back a third time and they were asleep. That was like the third time. But um, what what God gave me too, I never had this um, came to me is, you know, they were sleeping and um, I was just reminded, don't ask me why I won't have to pray on it and think about it later. That um, I remember when Jesus was in the boat sleeping and they were in the <laughs> boat panicking because the wind and the rain and everything um, you know, what's going on, and he was, you know, just sleep peacefully. I don't know what that's about, but I just wanted to share it. Um, I know God will reveal it in time. Amen. Hey, amen, amen. Now you're beginning to start uh, connecting things and notice that it happens. There's no accident how these things happen in the Word of God. Amen. Uh, who is that? Somebody else was getting ready to say something. What, what, Good, what's morning, Pastor Van Good morning, Pastor Vanhoek. This is Good Rachel. morning. How are you? Hey, it is Sacred Friday. I don't care hey. what it looks like. I don't care what they say. It is Favor Friday. Amen. Um, I am just so grateful for your word. As you were talking, um, as you said, things begin to connect. So I was writing down a whole bunch of stuff that he had given me. And after reading over it, how it just connected up. And guess what the bottom line says? Obey obedience and the mandate and abiding so i thank you for your word because at the end of the day when he went when he left them at the gate he gave them a command and they were supposed to abide and obey by it so my key what i got out of it all today is the key word for me through this uh um shut in is obey Wow, 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 wow. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? 
anybody else have anything you want to share today based upon what you may or may not have heard? Well, let me tell you, thank you. Good morning. Come on. Come on. Good morning, Pastor Van Hook. This is Lisa. Happy Friday to everybody. You know, when you you talked about surrender, I knew that that was confirmation because yesterday I was on a a Zoom meeting, and the topic that um, they asked me to suggest a topic, and I suggested surrender. So when you said surrender, I said that's confirmation because, see, in order for me to get through these times, I have to surrender because I don't know what's going to happen day to day. I never did. I think I thought I did, but I know I don't. And so all I can do is trust that everything is going to work out how it's supposed to. Like I got to get out there this morning to go get some groceries because I need them. So I have to just believe that that virus is not going to attach itself to me because I got to do that to provide for my family. You know, so I just wanted to say that, that that surrender is so important and vital for me to stay out of fear. I just remember that it's God's will, not my will. Keep my hand in God's hand and just let God do what God does. Yeah. Take, it takes the pressure off. You know, I'm people running around here in a panic, fighting and arguing. I really don't have the time or the energy to do that. I'd rather just surrender because it's just mm. difficult. You know, and I, I today I like to work smarter and not harder. You know, and so I'm just grateful. So thank you for, um, you know, your declaration, and thank you for everybody on this line because this line has really been a godsend. Hey Amen. Thank you so very very much. Thank you so much, and we're we're going to continue to be in prayer for the people who don't think it robbery to come on this line, and we're asking to make sure everybody. Um, uh, do your cash app so that you can help this line continue to stay focused. Um, the people who um, run this line uh, have a major responsibility, and that is to continue to keep the word flowing richly so that the people can be blessed. And um, if you're being blessed, then you want to be a blessing. Um, if you're blessed and you don't give, then you're a thief. Uh, and uh, there are no thieves on this line, so we want you to cash app uh, your blessings to declare victory um, so that God could get the glory constantly because the line and all the equipment and be able to mute people out and be on the board and get all these things done. If you have no idea, matter of fact, the scheduling to get people to schedule and folk to show up to pray and to, 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 to host a call. All of that takes work, and I thank God for those people um, who who are doing that. Uh, uh, Sister Moni and others, um, you all are such a blessing to the body of Christ, and don't don't stop now. Uh, anybody else? I don't want to continue to talk. I got the talking spirit today, boy. I tell you, it's on me. Anybody else? Good morning, Pastor Van Hood. This is Ravinda. <laughs> Good morning, Sister. How are you? You know, I had to, I had this this moment on yesterday um, at the salon. They had a well, not at the salon, but in the block where I work, 
they had a gas leak. One of the contractors who are work who's working around there hit the gas main, and it it shut down the whole area. Um, oh, so uh, one of the young ladies who works in the salon, she wasn't able to go to work, and so she called me and she said, "Sis, don't go in. You know, you can't go to the salon today." And so I I didn't schedule anyone anyway, and. Um, so, you know, it was just the whole thing was closed down. And I'm not really a TV watcher, so I didn't know. And so when she called me and told me that, I had to laugh because I said, you know, in this time, if I don't work, I don't eat, you know. So I had this moment when I had to say, God, forgive me if I think that I'm providing for myself. Right there, right there, right there, right there, right there, right there. Forgive me for thinking that I wake myself up and I go to work because of what I do. It's it's your provision it's it's your provision for me that you promised that you would supply my need. So at any moment when I complained about, you know, if it ain't and I, I had to catch myself because I almost said if it ain't one thing is another. And I had to I had to give him some glory on yesterday. Thank you, God. Because I've learned how to live off little, and I've learned what it was like to have much, you know. But his word says, we ain't going to see the righteous forsaken. You know, I might forsake him in this hour, but he ain't going to forsake me in this hour. So I had to change I had to change my whole thinking on yesterday and give him some glory. I was like, God, I thank you. Because during this time, what's happening, I'm able to rest, to really rest. Because sometimes we think because we're not moving, we're resting. No, sometimes we have to shut everything down. And I just look at this as being a time when because we don't do it, he allow, he, he, his, he allows this to happen. He allow it's it's an, it's in his permissive will that this is going to happen because I'm we're going to come back to knowing he's the one who has provided for us. You know, my money ain't my money ain't even mine. It's his. My air ain't even mine. It's his. And so it changes the whole paradigm in my life. This has been, um, I believe, is going to be or, or it's becoming the greatest time for the church. You know, even with with our hearts, trying our hearts and seeing where our hearts lie, you know, where your heart, where your treasure is, God knows our heart. You know, know, just doing what I need to do for somebody who is less fortunate, because during this time, it's some people that we're going to see who, you know, they really don't have anything, you know, and learning how to share. But what God, what he did yesterday with this, and I'm off today. I've got to work. <laughs> I've got to work Saturday and Sunday, but I'm off today. I'm, I'm never off on a Friday. <laughs> but I'm, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm like, thank you, Lord. Thank you for my off day. You know, thank you for the gas leak. It's fixed, you know, but I had to reschedule my clients. But you know what? I haven't gone hungry. Nothing's turned off. I don't have to worry about that. And I'm not going to. And if it's off, I'll light some candles. It don't matter. <laughs> My dear sister, I just want to say to you, to God be the glory, 
And I don't know why you want to preach my sermon better than me. <laughs> and so I'm going to ask God to forgive you for that. That You know, you're trying to steal my thunder. I thought I was heavy until you start talking. <laughs> but that's what God wants us to know. So thank you for your shout right there. I'm shouting with you. Because the truth of the matter is, you have not been keeping yourself. God been keeping you all the time. And that's what we have to get back to. And, and I haven't gone as far as to talk about the church yet. But the church has now no longer is the church scattered. And the church scattered has to be You fading out, Pastor. We can't hear you. Leadership who has you fading out. Ministry where they actually get to to the place and meet the people. Now they got to do some work in the community in the neighborhood where we live, work and worship. And if you're not prepared to do the work, if you thought people were just gonna show up at your church and 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 shout when you preach, that day has just come to an end. And so I've got several friends who don't know what to do. Pastors might be on the verge of suicide because the, the people ain't at the at the place where they thought that God was supposed to be there all the time. Well, God is in the neighborhood. God is in the homeless. God is in the seniors. God is everywhere. Amen. And so we praise God for what God is doing. Thank you so much. Anybody else? Anybody else want to share on today? Good morning, Pastor Van Hook. Talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> that brother Jeff. Yes, sir. Uh, Talk to me. I need to hear a word from you. The hit you, the, at the beginning, the hit was at the beginning of, of your declaration. Uh, you know, the flesh uh, don't want to die. It, it, it don't want to sacrifice, you know. And, my God, in, in order for, for Jeff to be uh, exalted or, or elevated or or I must suffer. Jeff don't want to suffer. This flesh, uh, Jeff is willing, but the flesh ain't sometimes. Don't want to suffer. You know, um, and God tells us in, in his word that if we're going to reign with him, we got to suffer with it. We we we, we, we want a seat on the side, on, in a, on the left and the right. And, but can we drink of the bitter cup? We're going to have to. And uh, what I got out your declaration this morning is that uh, it's not an easy process. You know, I've I've heard so uh, much good um, information on doing this love, life, and uh, victory uh, today that, my God, I, I could uh, use a whole lot of what was shared. I, I have... I have it stored in my toolbox, and I can reach in and grab it and make use of it because it's all, I mean, uh, I, I just love it when uh, pastors share the truth because it, uh, it's the truth that's going to make us free. You know, so as I was listening to your declaration, I was just uh, uh, connecting with, uh, how, how resistant the flesh is to the spirit and, and to 
surrender. I, I, I heard a sister talking about surrender. I, I heard another sister talking about obedience, you know, and, and you know, for me, uh, you know, it's, it, I, I've been on that sacrifice thing, you know, because I know that obedience is, is better than sacrifice, but my God, I, I, if he was to take me, I'd have been like the mother boys. I, I don't fell asleep. I have fallen asleep since uh, I've been trying to turn up because, uh, uh, you know, weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, God told me it's time to turn it up, Jeff. You know what I'm saying? You got to really uh, dig in. And, and uh, I've been falling asleep. I, I ain't been doing it to the best of my ability. The best of my ability ain't good enough right now because there's some things that is required. You know, God done told me, Jeff, this is what I want you to do. And I, I started off okay, but somewhere in the midst of the things, I fell asleep. So I, I thank you for coming out and waking me up this morning. Let me know that it's not going to be an easy process for me to suffer for Christ. Because if he had to go back and pray three times until his sweat turned to blood. <laughs> That's the word of God. Come on. Yeah. If he had to go back three times and pray until his sweat turned to blood, that tells me that it's not going to be an easy process, Jeff. But it's doable. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. All I have to do is just continue to stay willing, you know. And uh, I, 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 I'm just thinking about how many saints, how many true believers have passed away, died during this corona uh, virus uh, epidemic. And, and 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 which which tells me you know uh, that was God's will, you know they they're no longer here uh, on, on this wicked earth, you know they're asleep waiting on the trumpet to sound so they can rise up and meet Him in glory before us, you know. So it's like, yeah, we can pray all we want to, but his will is going to be done. Because there's a whole lot of believers, Christians, saints, who has passed away from the coronavirus. You know, and so, it, my God, man, this, this thing is real. And now is the time, now is the opportunity for us to turn up our walk. So, you know, I got so much out your decoration this morning, but uh, uh, the, the the main hint for me was that my flesh woo, is resistant to change. It, 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 it don't want to sacrifice. It don't want to be obedient. It don't want to suffer, but it has to. Thank you for your decoration this morning.
Dr. Jeff, thank you so much. You, 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 you listen, I'm, I'm sick of y'all trying to preach my sermon for me, but y'all doing better than I did. And you just hit the nail on the head. We have to go through something in order for God to get to victory. And sometimes um, we don't want to do that because shucks, that, that, that puts us on blast. But you said it best. Now's the time to turn up. The church has to show up now more than ever. We have to turn up the volume and give hope to a, a despairing world. Hey, God is in charge. If he done it before, he can do it again. So we don't go through this pandemic as though we don't have any hope. God is on the throne. Yeah, still. Is anybody else? Because, I, I, again, I'm not going to do all the talking. And I ain't going to preach behind everybody who preach. So y'all go ahead. Anybody else? Anybody else want to share? Come on, somebody else. Anybody? If there's nobody else that want to share, I want to thank you all for knowing that um, God's will has to be done, and we pray that our prayers are in line with his will. And if our prayers are in line with his will, we don't have to be careful what we pray for. We ought to expect it. If our prayers are not in line with his will for our life, and then we'll be surprised at what God is trying to do to get us to be prepared for what we ask for. And so I want to thank you all today. This has been a phenomenal opportunity for us to remember that God does his best work in the midst of the storm. And so the pandemic should not bother you because God is going to use the pandemic to bring somebody closer than they've ever been before. God bless you and keep you is our prayer. And we will see you again, if the Lord says the same, sometime in the next month of April during Resurrection Month. But I need for you to know that he rolls with all power of heaven and earth in his hands. He's got you and me, brother and sister, in his hands. He's got the little bit. He's got the whole world. They call it pandemic in his hands. Amen. If there's nobody else want to share, I want to say good afternoon to you, good morning, good day, and good night for some of those of you who I won't talk to until next time. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you all. Keep you with our prayer. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Have a Love you, sister. See you soon.